Welcome to Capital Ideas. This is where members of the Majority Democratic Caucus in the Washington State House of Representatives sit down at the Capitol and talk about ideas. Today, I had the good fortune to visit with Representative John Lovick. Representative Lovick lives in Mill Creek and works for the people of the 44th Legislative District. If you don't have them all committed to memory, I'll tell you that's in Snohomish County, and it includes Lake Stevens, Snohomish, Mill Creek, and part of Marysville. As you'll hear, John's a busy guy who's put in nearly five decades of public service. He previously served in the House for nine years and left to become Snohomish County Sheriff and later County Executive. He's back now, and he was elected by his peers to be House Speaker Pro Tem, the same leadership position he'd previously held. We'll talk about that and about his passion for education, jobs, public safety, and more. We recorded this Wednesday, May 2nd, 2018, and it went like this. Welcome to Capital Ideas, Representative John Lovick. It's really a pleasure to have you here. Yeah, Dan, it's good to be here. I've always uh, enjoyed talking to you, and I certainly enjoy being back here in Olympia. Well, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about is the interesting fact that you are back here in Olympia. You've done everything there is to do in a person's life. Essentially, you've been in the military. You've been a state patrol officer for decades. You have been the county executive up in Snohomish County. That was after you served as sheriff of Snohomish County. I think there are other things that I'm not even remembering, but can you give kind of a recap and let's talk about how you got here again. 13 years on the Coast Guard. Uh, I also served uh, 31 years with the State Patrol. I was on the Mill Creek City Council for five, um, in the legislature for nine prior to coming back for two. I actually uh, served five and a half years as Snohomish County Sheriff, and then I spent two and a half years as Snohomish County Executive in between the two terms. Don't you ever get tired? Do you ever just want to go, you know, I've done this for a hundred years, it's time to put my feet up? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, and the answer, uh, the, the, the answer is no, I don't. I absolutely love public service. This is my 48th year of public service, and I love it. I, I love the great work that we get to do. I love spending time with people. And it's just, uh, for me, Dan, it's, uh, it's really energizing. Well, it's energizing to see you up there at the podium again. During your first shift here, after a couple of years, you were elected Speaker Pro Tem by your peers in the House of Representatives. After nine years in the House, you left. You did your other things up in Snohomish County. Now you're back, and you have been elected once again as Speaker Pro Tem, which basically means you run House floor sessions most of the time. Yes, I do. And, and, and I have to tell you this. Uh, I, I can't tell you what, a, what an honor it is to be elected uh, by my peers to be the Speaker Pro Tem and then to get to, to preside over the floor debate. This is an institution that you know very, very well, but it's an, it, it is an institution that it, uh, I, I just consider it uh, an honor beyond honors to be able to preside over all of the, the very, very complex things that we get to vote on on the House floor. When you first came here, it was a different world politically. It was. You know, again, I was here for nine years, and I was away for exactly nine years. So it was a nine year, nine years in between. And it's a different world. Uh, you know, obviously different people, uh, different ideas. But I, I do believe, Dan, the same passion uh, for, uh, you know, good government. People just have tremendous passion for what they believe in. And, and my job, uh, frankly, as Speaker Pro Tem, is to make sure that that, 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 they that they are allowed to express that passion, but also do it with respect uh, for the institution, because that's what I believe in most. 
the whole time that people are talking, particularly people who are talking against a piece of legislation, they're talking to you in negative terms. Does that ever get under your skin? Again, another great question, Dan, and it really doesn't. Uh, you know, Washington State, obviously, uh, Seattle is a football town, and and I kind of like watching football. And I remember a coach, uh, Tom Landry, who used to coach for the Dallas Cowboys, and he used to always say that when things are, are really, really rough and people are all out of control, he said when they look out and see you being cool and calm, it helps them be cool and calm. So that's what I try to do. I try my absolute best to be as calm as I can as long as they don't uh, impugn another member and they can say what they want because again like I said earlier there are a lot of passions out there and people just believe what they believe in and my my position is to make sure that they get to express those passions and at the same time respect the institution and uh, it, it never gets under my skin I, I'm just uh, I, I frankly not saying this to pat myself on the back but I really have a demeanor that many things don't upset me I think about them later but at the moment I don't, they don't, I have to listen to every word that they're saying and knowing what I'm going to, trying to figure out what I'm going to do next, because I can't comment on anything. It occurs to me right now, particularly looking back at your law enforcement background, that you must have decades of experience of people being opposed to what they believe you stand for. I suspect that must have helped prepare you or did you just come to your law enforcement career many years ago with that kind of a demeanor? It, it was a combination of, of those things. You know, uh, the training in the Coast Guard was, was vital. Uh, they, we were trained well. And then when I became a state trooper, the training was exceptionally good. They put us through many, many, many scenarios that you wouldn't imagine. And they were looking for you to learn how to deal with it, to not take it personally, to do your job, to write a good report. So all of those things helped me a lot. And, and you know, I, I'm one of these guys that I'm kind of fanatical about preparing. I, I prepare for, for the floor debate. I, I kind of have an idea who's going to speak. You get to know the 97 other members out there, kind of get to know what they're going to do and what they're going to say. So those things help a lot, too. Moving away from the podium, you are an elected representative of the 44th Legislative District, mm -hmm. and that means that you're down here to basically be one of their voices in the state legislature. What kind of priorities did you bring down here to Olympia this time around, and how are those working out? I, I think they're working out well. You know, one of the things that I've always tried to talk about, and I talk about these things to my constituents, are good, safe schools, good roads and jobs with benefits. Those things worked out well. You know, we all of the great work we did last year with respect to the McCleary decision, the legislature passed some good legislation to address roads, and the outlook for jobs, we've created a, I truly believe that we've created an environment where jobs are flourishing in our state, and certainly in my district, uh, the employment rate is pretty high. So for me, it's good schools, good safe roads, and jobs with benefits. I just noticed today on Twitter that another national organization has rated Washington State 
as the best state in the country to do business in. Doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, It doesn't matter what people try to say. Uh, You can look at what's going on. I came here 48 years ago, and and I remember what this city, I remember seeing signs about the downturn that was happening in the 70s. And uh, now, what are you seeing? We, we've created a great environment, and, I, and I'm, you know, I talk about the great pride and the great joy. I'm just proud to be a part of all of those great things. In keeping with those priorities, when you returned to the legislature, you did ask to be on certain committees, and I think you probably got the committees that you wanted. I did. <laughs> People were very happy to see you here. Tell me about your work on those specific committees. Well, you know, I'll start by saying that uh, you you really wish, as a legislator, you could serve on probably every committee in the House. I don't know what are they, 18 to 20. I have always wanted to serve on the Education Committee. My wife is a retired school teacher. My daughter is a teacher. uh, My son-in-law and my daughter-in-law is a teacher. So I've always wanted to serve on the Education Committee and to look at how public policy is made with respect to education. So I get to serve on that committee, and, and what a joy. I also... I enjoy serving on the Early Learning and Human Services Committee because it it gives us an opportunity to look at those things that we can do with respect to keeping kids in school, getting them learning, keeping them hopefully out of trouble, and having them advance through the process. And, And it just clearly shows that the money we invest in early learning and human services and in education is money we will not be investing in prisons later on. And then, of course, the Transportation Committee. I've served on the Transportation Committee my entire 11 years in the legislature. And, and you know, there's no shortage of work on that particular committee. There's always something else that we can do. There are always good roads, uh, good projects that we can work on, and we have some tremendous projects in the 44th District, not the least of which is the Hewitt Avenue trestle that we're trying to get funding for. It's kind of surprising, I think, maybe to some people that after 31 years as a law enforcement officer in the state patrol, then another five and a half years as county sheriff in Snohomish County, that you're not on the public safety committee. But what I'm wondering is, do members of that committee at times, or people who aren't on that committee but have to vote on bills coming out of that committee, ever consult with you to get your perspective as a longtime career law enforcement professional? Many times. As a matter of fact, uh, the, the uh, chairman of that committee, uh, Representative Roger Goodman, is one of my dearest friends in the legislature. We just, one of these guys, we just hit it off and we talk about a lot of things. We socialize together. I bounce things off of him. Had a good opportunity to talk with him about a great bill that I uh, actually ended up passing. It was House Bill 2892 that has to do with mental health field response teams. We were able to put that together because he and I took a trip to eastern Washington together. And uh, we talked about some of the priorities. You know, we need to do more with respect to those living in our community with mental illness. And so we put this bill together, House Bill 2892, Mental Health Field Response Teams, so that we can embed those mental health professionals with our law enforcement officers so that they can go out and maybe look at how we're doing things and maybe prevent some terrible things from happening with a different approach to things. So uh, to answer your question, many times I have the opportunity to talk with uh, members of that committee. Well, I know you're busy. I know you have another appointment here just a few feet away from this office, and so I'm going to cut you loose here. But before I do, I want to ask you to look forward to 2019, 2020. What kind of things have you got in the works for the coming session? 
You've heard me say this, Dan, because you, know, you and I talk all the time. One of the things that I want us to do more, uh, and, and I'm going to kind of make it the, the, the topic on the table for me, I want to do more with respect to school safety. I'm meeting with kids all the time. I met with some youngsters from Lake Stevens High yesterday. They came to my district office. And the message that I'm getting from them is that maybe they are safe in schools, in their schools, but do they feel safe? And I've just, I always believe that we need to not only keep our schools safe, but we need to make them feel safe. And I end it by saying, if we can't keep schools safe, nothing else we do in this world is going to matter. So that's going to be the top thing that I'm going to work on, whatever it takes to uh, create a safe, safer, and safer learning environment for our students and for that faculty. I plan to do that. Well, I'm going to want to get back with you about that in this coming year, and we'll find out a little more once there's some details behind some of these uh, ideas. Thank you very much, Dennis. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate talking to you. Representative John Lovick, Speaker Pro Tem John Lovick of the Washington State House of Representatives, it is always a good time talking to you, and I appreciate you stopping by today. Thanks for having me. Well, that's today's Capital Ideas. If you feel like this was time well spent, why not subscribe to Capital Ideas on iTunes or at housedemocrats.wa.gov. What we're talking about here is your state government. What happens here matters a lot. The more you know about how it works, the better it can work for you. I'm Dan Frizzell for the Washington State House Democrats, and I thank you for listening.